And I don't yeah. listen. I, I don't want to bash America because I love being American. But at the same time, there's like there's always room for opportunity. And I feel like no, and hundred percent. I think America and people, but there's also things that are fucked up in Europe, right? I feel like sure. And I'm saying this as a European. People always compare Europe and they say, oh, Europe such low crime rate, such good you know health, whatever. But also, it's hard to compare a country like Switzerland right. with the United States of America because the diversity. And not saying that diversity is bad, but like having a country that is so homogenous, it, it makes life a lot easier and it's smaller, easier to manage. The U.S. is so big. I mean, the U.S. is like Europe, you know, if you think about it, it's not like Germany yeah. or Switzerland. So it's just funny. It's, it's funny, you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how. Come here. Come here, though. Yeah, he's crazy. That. I appreciate it. Dude, I'm telling you, like seven people separately sent me that reel of yours that broke my heart about it's a me, Bro. not meaning it's me. <laughs> well, and uh, I have gotten so much backlash from that. It's it's hilarious because I, I, I think I saw that like in the meme or something. Like if you type in it's a me, uh, yeah. Super Mario, there's like a meme from like Hercules or something. I'll try to like screenshot and put it up. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I just saw it and I was like, I have a whole series because I do this podcast, which is about, you know, health, wellness, social media, stuff like that. Yeah. And then I have kind of a joke one where it's me versus me. I saw that. I thought it was so smart, you know, that that concept. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. Yeah. And it only started because like, you know, um, my wife has been on the podcast a couple times. And ever since the pandemic, I've been doing this virtually because it's been opening up like someone like yourself. I would probably sure. never get an opportunity to see in person. And yeah. I've interviewed people from Australia and UK and China, and um, it's just been cool to do it virtually. So I, I have a whole yeah. studio here, but I haven't had anybody in for quite some time. So I'm oh. like, fuck it. It might be kind of rad just to like... With yourself, that's Do hilarious. me versus me. <laughs> so I started doing it. So there's a lot of videos on there that are like dad jokes and just... I'm just fucking around. And then for whatever reason, that Mario one just, it just took off. I have a couple well, now that are cracking like a half a million, but that one is up to like 10 million or something. I saw it. And it makes sense because it's shareable because, you know, people, seven people shared it with me. So there must be something there. <laughs> so, well, it's, yeah. it's shitty because people think it's serious. So like there's this yeah. whole, even the UK wrote an article about me saying oh, that I'm, I'm spreading fucking false <laughs> Oh my God, you're like CNN, you know, just fake news. <laughs> Dude, it's so stupid. And even in the description, it says, this is definitely not true, but it would be funny. Like it says it in, you know, mm, this is not mm, true. Mm. So, but people yeah. don't read that. They just, you know, look at the uh, the video, but it's all good. I mean, people that follow me know me that I'm fucking around. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. not, I'm not hurt by it, but it's just, it's so funny how crazy <laughs> the internet is, you know? But I realized that's the thing. Like whenever you do something that's controversial and people comment and you also have people that are not on your side, those mm -hmm. videos are the most likely to go viral, right? Because yeah. people comment about it and fight in the comments about... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's the goal, right? Is you want them to fight. <laughs> sure. Dude, I made one about Arnold Schwarzenegger because I have a lot of German-related stuff. And, um, you know, in German, Schwarzenegger, Schwartz means black and the last part means N-word. No. So I, yeah, so I made a reel about it. But what it really means is like... 
Egger means creek in Austrian German. So okay. like, it's just, if you spell it out, yes, that's what it actually means, but that was not the origin of it. But I just said it, you know, and then people were like, you know, again, same thing. They were all the Austrians and German speaking people were like, Mario, how can you say this is not even true about our language? I was like, yo, it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it is though. It's yeah. comedy, dude, you know, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, comedy is funky. So, I mean, you're, so you're a comedian and are you, where are you at now? Are you in LA? Uh, Los Angeles, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. How about well, you? I'm, I'm in Florida, so I'm literally- Florida. Got yeah, man, yeah. on the other side of the uh, the country. Yeah. See, this is what's yeah. cool about doing this shit virtually. It kind of blows because I like doing stuff in person, but yeah, like you know, this is this is awesome. Yeah. Um. So you uh, are you from Germany? Born and raised in Germany. Yeah. Born and raised. Yeah. When did you get to the states over here? Um. I mean, I moved here like four years ago officially. Actually, nice. right before COVID happened, I got a place in LA right before COVID happened because I did oh. one stand up comedy open mic, and I was like, "This is it. I'm gonna do stand up comedy." And then I got a place here next to an improv comedy school called Second City in the middle of Hollywood. And then like a week later, I signed my lease and a week later, everything shut down and that place never opened again. And and stand up stopped for like a year and a half in LA. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I got a a buddy that lives out there, Chris Levine. He's an actor and um, Mm -hmm. he was struggling during that time too. And especially now with the strike and everything that's going on, it's just been hard. Sure. Sure. You know, for the whole industry, but it's, they've had some challenges last couple of years and I keep telling him cause he's from Florida and I'm like, bro, it's, you know, nowadays you can, you can make it anywhere. I mean, as great as Cali is, yeah. just, you know, dude, so many people left and moved to Florida, including myself. I actually moved. My accountant told me, Hey Mario, or have you ever thought about leaving California for tax reasons and other yeah. stuff, right? Everything shut down here. So I actually did go to Florida and thought I was going to live in Miami. So I moved, oh. I got a place in Brickell for like three months. Okay, um, yeah. Love Brickell. I, I love that. It was great. However, yeah. though, when it comes to doing something creative, I felt like Florida or Miami specifically, there's a lot of creativity when it comes to street art, but for stand-up mm-hmm. comedy, it feels like people go to Miami to do cocaine and go on yachts. <laughs> right. And not so much yeah. work on the craft, which I feel like yeah. there was a more a more creative community in LA and New York, New York more so than LA for sure. sure. Um, so yeah, that's why I moved back. But like, and the summers were a little too much for me as a German. But yeah, <laughs> other than yeah. that, it was beautiful. Brickle was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Brickle was great. No, you're you're right about the art though, because I used to live in Fort Lauderdale actually, and yeah, um, yeah, it's I think actually cocaine and yachts is on the Miami flag, if they if they actually had a city flag. <laughs> Um, it should be. It should be. It's, it's kind of gnarly over there for sure. But there's not a there as much as they celebrate creativity and diversity. It's great. But yeah, it's it's very niche in terms mm-hmm. of like the creative aspect. Like, yeah. in fact, I would even say if you are ever thinking about Florida again, um, Orlando obviously is a shit show. But okay, it's a good. That's a good spot. Tampa is probably the fastest growing city in Florida. That's I'm kind of near Tampa. I'm in Apollo Beach, but uh, okay. Tampa is like where Burt Kreischer. If you're familiar with him, oh yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so he's a he's a Floridian, and then I think even um, does he still Tampa. live there? Do you know if Borkrash lives there? I, th- I think he has a place here. He's performed here a couple yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. So he's cool. an animal, obviously. Yeah, yeah. He's a machine. Yeah. Um, he is literally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a really cool creative spot because there's you know the improv is in Tampa. Um, yeah, and there's just a really cool, not just diverse crowd because that's what Tampa is too, but it's very. It's high end, but it's it's like Jacksonville prices. 
and Floridian okay. kind of knows where I'm at because Jacksonville is kind of like, eh, you don't want to live in Jacksonville because of the people. But yeah. Tampa has like Miami people, but Jacksonville prices. Um, Interesting. Yeah, yeah I want to check it out. That's cool. Do you live in a place where people like wrestle alligators in their underwear, stuff like that? Uh, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Pretty close. Yeah, pretty Have close. Have you ever wrestled that's, an alligator? That's all of Florida, by the way. Um, it's all Florida. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, there's only a few parts of the state where we don't wrestle alligators in underwear. No, but there's <laughs> there's a lot of places like a little bit south of me um, near the Everglades. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a couple hours away, but I mean, you could go like riding on airboats and, and jumping. Uh, I think Gatorland is pretty close by. I don't know if it's still open. I haven't been there in a while. But yeah, okay. dude, these motherfuckers are crazy over here, dude. Like it's... I want to see that because I hear so much about that, but I've never, like as a German, I've been to LA, New York and Chicago. I've been to the big cities, but I kind of want to go to like the small town where people just fight rattlesnakes and have no teeth. And you know, that kind of, I want to see that side of America a little bit more. Hell yeah. Jacksonville's (laughs) the way to go. Jacksonville's, you got some, you got some rednecks up there. Sorry for, uh, for the people in Jacksonville listening. Yeah, but it's, it's all good. (laughs) Florida's kind of wild, man, because there, we have this stigma of like, you know, the crazy out of control, overweight people at Walmart parking lots. Yeah. Um, but it's not really the state. I mean, don't tell anybody this, but we kind of like let people believe that because we're trying to keep fucking people out. Like we have way too many people. Cause if you, I mean, if you were to walk around in Florida for, a week, mm-hmm. you might want to run into one crazy person. Got it. It's not that as common as people think, but we we enjoy yeah. the stigma, I think, just like Texans enjoy the stigma of like sure. cowboys and rustic. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You, you go to Texas, no one's fucking like that. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. they like the uh they like the persona of it, I think. That's so, funny. You see more crazy people in LA. Like I walk down West uh-huh. Hollywood right now. Yeah. Um you'll definitely see some, you know. <laughs> I was attacked by a homeless lady the other day. No. And it's weird. What do you do? Like, literally, you know, I was walking past. It was like, uh, it was also like, it was a couple months ago. It was, on, it was on Father's Day. And I was walking down Hollywood on a Sunday, you know, it's like right. 11 a.m. Yeah. And I was walking down the street and this homeless lady, I mean, I don't know if I can, she, she was like, get the fuck away from me, you fucking F, F slur, all right? <laughs> and uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm not even gay, you know, so I was yeah. just walking past <laughs> and then. She said that to me and she ran over to me and she literally like started punching my punching my shoulder. Whoa. Like completely out of her mind. And I was like, what do I so I ran away from her? Yeah, what can you do? Because what can you do? You can't, yeah. you can't fight back. Here's yeah. the weird thing with Callie is even if it was a guy and you were to fight back, you would get arrested just because oh, yeah, they yeah. believe in, you know. They don't even yeah. call them homeless. What do they call them? The non-housed or something? Unhoused, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're going to defend them because they're way yeah. more important, Mario, than than your life. <laughs> just, That's true. You know. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, what? I didn't fight back. It just looked a little yeah. weird because I saw these people. They were they were looking at me from the other side of the street, right? And it's just <laughs> like the six foot three German dude just running away from like a tiny homeless lady, you know? <laughs> just like. <laughs> That's yeah. great. I mean, dude, do you have any? Um, do you have any plans of like? leaving LA again? Have you thought about it? Cause I mean, I would imagine now, especially with everything that's going on over there. I mean, it's my buddy keeps telling me it gets worse and worse every, every month. He just can't. Yeah. Can't so I just moved to West Hollywood, which is like a little nicer than Hollywood. I got a place okay. with my girlfriend. Nice. And, um, it's funny though, the, the day I moved here, I was like, yeah, we're in a nicer neighborhood now. Literally the day we moved the last couple of like chairs and stuff and boxes, 
um, there was a blockage on the road and there was a SWAT team that was they flew in because somebody was shot in the building, in the apartment <sighs> building. Like literally, like this is our bu- the building right on next door. Somebody was God shot there. It. So I was like, I was like, God damn it. I moved to WeHo to have a nicer life, you know, <laughs> for my family. And, <laughs> and then here, um, here you are. Yeah. No, so I, th- I thought about leaving LA just for, um, I'm thinking more and more for stand-up comedy. Yeah. If I moved anywhere, I went to Austin and I'm going back actually in a week to do some shows there. Nice. Austin's amazing. But Austin is like, it's, I don't want to break it down just the weather, but I was, I was there during a heat wave and I don't know if that's the, how it always is, but if that's how summers are, I, I'm not going to fucking do it. It's way yeah, too. Dude, it's, it's pretty hot yeah. there. Um, yeah. Stand up in particular, I would imagine it's either that or Austin's good. That's a good call. I've been following the Austin scene pretty close. I have a buddy that, uh, her name's Heather Shaw. And she actually got. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh, you Heather. know Heather? Yeah, I know Heather. Get out of here. Yeah, she, Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. I did shows with her in L.A. Dude, she is yeah. amazing. I haven't talked to her, uh, I think, since the pandemic. She was on my show uh, yeah, before she's that. She's unbelievable, man. She's so, so funny. funny. No, I love her energy. But yeah. she's, she just moved somewhere else, though. She, she left Austin. I think she moved somewhere else. Oh, did uh, she? Yeah, because she was in yeah, Florida. Yeah. She was in Orlando for uh, before the pandemic, okay. and then she moved. Maybe that's yeah, yeah, because she's not yeah. Austin anymore. Yeah, I gotta check, but yeah, no, Austin's great. Um, however, if I moved anywhere realistically, I think it would be New York City. Yeah, because um, that's where I started. That was my first, the first place I lived in in the U.S. Because oh. um, I came from Germany first. I came. I, I used to do some modeling when I was younger, so nice. I went to New York for Fashion Week, and I would stay at um, at model apartments that my agency provided for us. Nice. With like eight dudes sharing one bathroom in Brooklyn, so that was a very luxurious experience. <laughs> As you want to do every time you're in New York. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now that's just yeah. So um, I don't know. I just what I realize about LA is that I love it and it's beautiful and the weather is great unless there's a hurricane like yesterday. Um, yeah. But <laughs> how you doing with that, by the way? Oh, it's it's good. It's Everyone's good. I made a reel about it. It's like people were like making it a big deal. It was just a lot of rain. It was fine in LA at least. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but LA just is so nice and so convenient, mm-hmm. and everybody has nicer apartments because it's a little less expensive than than New York. Sure. But that makes it almost too chill. So when I'm here in mm-hmm. LA, I'm, I don't hustle as much. The energy here, I'm not nearly as productive in LA as I am when I go to New York. For sure. Because yeah, when I'm in New York. You got that fucking. Ooh. Yeah, no I doubt. really believe in the energy of a place. Like collectively, there's an energy that you adapt subconsciously. And in New York, whether you want it or not, you're gonna work harder. For sure. Yeah. And so, it's 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 the culture, it's the community, it's the city. I mean, even though you know New York is known for like, oh, it's dangerous and it's a lot of people mm-hmm. and everyone's asshole. It's really not though. I mean, I, I have friends yeah. that were up there. I used to go there all the time. It's not what you think. I mean, people are part of a community and a mm-hmm. group of friends and a, the spots to go. But if you're yeah. just walking around the street and you see a total stranger with their headset on and you're like, hey, good morning, they're going to be like, go yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like that's how. But if you're yeah, like yeah. In, entrenched in the community and you're in it, it's such a great city. It's just, yeah. you know, yeah. It's, it's expensive. I, it is. And I go there once a month right now for stand-up comedy. So once a month I go to New York and I just like go for a week and I usually stay at hotels right now, which is just... 
The thing is, right. when I first did that, I realized, okay, I'm going to New York. I'm spending so much money on a shitty hotel. I'm spending like $350 on like a really basic hotel where it's I like can't a even studio. do a, <laughs> like, dude, I could not even do yeah. a push up in my room. It was <laughs> right. crazy. It's called the Moxie <laughs> Hotel. I mean, they're they're nice and stuff, but there's literally no space. They were so efficiently yeah. designed, so there's literally no space. Um, so and still very expensive. So I was like, I'm not gonna. I don't want to spend time in my room because it sucks, and also. <laughs> I'm yeah. spending so much money here, so I'm going to make every single second the most efficient second I can pass. I'm going to make the seconds as German as they can be, okay? <laughs> and, and that's why in New York, one week in New York, probably I, I get as much done as I would get done in four weeks in California. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. there is, there is uh, something special about an energy in a place. I mean, I yeah. feel that a lot in Florida because I was born and raised in, in Florida, and I've lived all over the country, but I've you know put my flag mostly in Florida. Yeah. But there, there's something about that energy here where it's a lot of New Yorkers and you could tell, you know, Northeast, Boston, Jersey, New York, they all come to Florida. So you could tell Makes like sense, over yeah. the decades, you know, it's like my father's from Jersey. So like over yeah. the decades, you could tell it's been like kind of oozed into Florida a little bit. So there's this Got cool it. like half hustle, half retired, chill, mm, relaxed. Half hustle, um, half alligator mentality. <laughs> I like that. Le I like that. Less, less underwear. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a cool it's a cool community to be a part of for sure. Um but yeah, yeah you're right though, because when you in, I've noticed it when I, I used to live in like North Carolina for a little bit when I had a business and I was up there and it's like, you know, just it's a different type of human that's up there. They don't give yeah. a shit about work. They're they're chilling, they're relaxing, they're cozy, curling up with cocoa. Me, I'm like, we gotta work, we gotta go, we gotta do stuff. So yeah. You gotta be a part of that, especially if you wanna be successful and um, did you so always you have that when you, like mm, when you were in Germany yeah, um, from here or did it, did it kind of ramp up when you were in the States? No, I've always had it really and I've always done it. better in places that naturally support that. Mm. You know, I've always done better. I went to a lot, I travel a lot. So when I was doing modeling, I actually started YouTube right after. So I didn't have a home for like eight, nine years because I was traveling full time. I would go to Asia for three months, go to like New York for fashion week for three months, go to Milan, oh, go to Australia. Yeah. Then I had some modeling contracts in like. I did modeling in like Singapore, Korea. They pay uh -huh. very well. So they have like, sure. they give me contracts for like two, three months. And I would just stay in a different place. Um, so whenever I was in a place though, that really supported that, I felt better. Like yeah. New Zealand, for example, is the most beautiful place in the world, but it's <laughs> so chill because people are like, just, it's so safe and there's so <laughs> many sheep and there's yeah. a fuck, there's a, there's a Kiwi, there's a flightless bird that is blind. Do you know that? And the bird survived and somehow made it and still not extinct. How is that possible? Like it's this, you know, it says a lot about the place when a flightless blind bird is on the top of the food chain, you know, it can't be that hard. Uh, yeah. to look at. So, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. How did it survive all those thousands of years and just, that's how, that's how safe New Zealand is. Yeah. It's funny. Exactly. So, yeah. um, yeah. And traveling, I always felt, I always was very productive and I sometimes felt a little anxious in places where I couldn't be as productive. Mm. You know, I'm yeah. naturally not a type of guy who just, you know, yeah. sits by the beach and, you know, yeah, smokes weed and hang, you know, that's not me. Yeah, yeah. dude. I mean, you know, listen, I've, when I, I don't do drugs anymore because I just popped out a kid and I'm married and, you know, Congrats. I can't anymore. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. You popped out a kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I popped Science. out in the yeah. very beginning. <laughs> 
it went into her and she physically popped it out. Okay, but, she did. Okay, cool. Yeah, you know, but it kind of came to me a little bit. I did a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've always been the type of person where when it did come to drugs and partying, I was always the upper type of guy. Like I never, I could never like be one of those folks that were like, hey man, you want to go and, and chill and hang out in a room and, you know, watch yeah. a lava lamp. Like I could never, yeah. I just w- was never that. Even when I'm sober, I just don't. You know, when yeah. I'm drinking, I'm always like a hype drunk just because I yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like if you're going to do it and get blacked out, I don't want to sit on a couch. I do that when I'm sober. Like, let's, yeah, you know, let's have a good yeah, time. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. And that's important, I think, not just like physically, but I'm noticing that a lot on social media. And you have a big following, too, so I'm curious your, your thought on this. But when I started to gain um, just in the past like year or two a large presence on social media, I realized that the community, too, was a lot like me. Mm-hmm. So like, unless it was these negative haters on this Mario video, but aside from that, sure. everyone else is pretty like, you know, pretty positive, pretty excited, pretty jazzed up. They like seeing that type of fun content and yeah. it kind of motivates you as a creator or in your case, a comedian to where it gives you that fuel, even though you've never met these folks and you probably never will, but it's just being part of that community, very similar to like being in a city that has yeah. that energy, right? Would you, would you agree with that? Oh, for sure. You also yeah. adapt to the community you're on 100%. And mm-hmm. what happened with me is actually, and I'm doing a big rebrand right now towards comedy, because what happened is I did, um, when I was modeling, I naturally attracted a very, you know, gay audience that wanted to see a lot of sexy photos because I worked as an underwear model. So I would post some, a lot of underwear content. And then yeah. I realized that I would have a community that is like, you know, likes all this content that at some point I didn't connect with anymore. Mm. You know, but you're still influenced by the community because you get that feedback loop. So it's very real, the energy you're around, whether you're in a city or your friends or even an online community that I think it's important to surround yourself with people who are doing what you essentially want to do, because that's what's going to push you there. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I noticed because they like, you know, when I when I would post even now, it's it's changing a little bit. But when I I post on Instagram, when I posted um, when I post a shirtless selfie. You know, right. <laughs> I'll get like, I will get like 20,000 likes yeah. easy, you know? So yeah. now it's like, and then I had to change when I post my first stand-up clips, they would get like, you know, 800 <laughs> likes. And then I'm like, okay, well, I, I, guess. I guess. So maybe I should do some more shirtless photos, even though I don't, I'm not modeling right. anymore. Right. So I had to really be true to myself and yeah. see, okay, what is essentially what I want to do and kind of distance myself from the validation and the vanity metrics of getting yeah. a lot of likes. Because what's the point in getting all these likes if it doesn't serve your purpose and what you're trying to do, which in my case is comedy, you know, so. For yeah. sure. No, yeah. well said. I, I had a buddy, um, Amadeo. He's uh, an Italian that now lives in American. And uh, he, he had a, now he, I think he's up to like, I don't know, 600,000 followers or something on TikTok. And he mm-hmm. started off as, he still does modeling and stuff. But just relating to you, he started off as a model, started doing modeling content realize it wasn't like that's that wasn't his purpose he liked yeah. talking about real estate flipping houses um you know being a man being able to change oils like talking about shit that's gonna like educate people <laughs> all so, <for> content right? <laughs> yeah like when, when you hear that you're like no one's gonna like that shit and yeah. it turns out like that's how he started gaining a following when he switched up his content and yeah. did things that he enjoyed right because it's true what they say i mean you can love what you do but mm-hmm. you're not going to be able you're not going to be able to do that forever if you don't actually love what you do. Exactly. You have to you have exactly. to enjoy it and you have to so Yeah. I think you're on the right track with that 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 rebrand. You just occasionally got to, you know, 
I'm gonna show your dick a little bit. No big deal. Who cares? It's, it's one ball, ball, one little ball sex slip. You know, yeah. give the girls what they want. Kind of, you know. I mean, dude, it worked for it worked for Paris Hilton. You know what I mean? Fuck it. You just give <laughs> that little slip. It is, it is. It is true. And I'm not gonna. You know, in comedy, it's it's weird because like you know, it's a very especially in Austin, it's a very I would say very straight broy environment. And sure. then I grew up in a very like I'm European. You know, like a lot of the modeling. And I right. dress a little differently. I dress more like, you know, fucking European. I wear like shirts. People say I dress like Harry Styles sometimes. This is what I like, right? And then yeah. for a while, I was also trying to fit in with that crowd and like, you know, sure. trying to dress down and only wear like baseball caps and sweatpants. But I was mm -hmm. like, yo, that's not me. So I think authenticity is really the the key to anything. Like if, because now I'm mm -hmm. like, I dress like a douchebag and I fucking embrace it. I go on stage. I'm like, yo, I recently yeah. found out that I kind of look like a douchebag. <laughs> and that's a joke now, you know? So, like, I talk about it. And yeah. I think that also makes you different. Um, mm. I was trying to... Even the shirtless photos, I'm always like, oh, if I post a shirtless photo from my modeling days, it's going to, like, you know, some bookers are going to think I'm a complete douchebag and then they're not <laughs> going to book me for comedy shows, which might be true for some people. But also, fuck it, it's me. It also makes me different. And yeah, um, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not embracing it more. Um, I was always trying to please people for so long, especially with modeling, because you literally got to please everybody to get a job. It's not about you. You got to like make sure that the casting yeah. director likes you, your agent likes the way you look, the way your body looks. You have to be more skinny if they want you to be more skinny. So now I'm like, fuck all that. I'm just going to do, you know, I'm going to do me. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, and what made you dip into comedy? Was it something you always wanted to do before modeling or was like as you were modeling, you were just kind of, eh, let me give this a shot? Yeah, dude, it was always there. It was always there, but I never realized it. Like, I grew up in a small town in Germany. It's called IPS Bach im Hochschwarzwald. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've heard of it. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. So, I grew up there and I did pretty well in school. So, the only path was being an engineer, right? I studied to become a chem I did chemical engineering and I studied business and all that. And I liked it. You know, I really enjoyed studying. I like chemistry above everything. Um, but there was always comedy. There's always, I watched these uh, comedians on German television. I was always like, yo, I want to do that. And I could do that. But there was no example. There was no theater class. There was nobody in a small, it's a town of 800 people. Oh, wow. Everybody's an engineer and works for Mercedes. You know, at the Mercedes, the, the factory is like 40, so Stuttgart is like 45 <clears throat> minutes away. So, there was no example of anybody doing anything creative. So I had this vision and I wanted to do comedy, but I didn't even know that it was conceivable. I didn't know it was an option. Okay. Yeah. So then through doing, um, coming to the US and, and doing modeling and doing some acting, I saw people who were doing more creative things, like acting. And I was like, okay, maybe there's something there. And then um, I did it. And again, it took the environment for me to actually realize that that's a possible option, you know? Yeah. I mean, second yeah. you change your environment, because, I mean, you know, it, it maybe it was America, maybe it was Australia, something else, but until you got out of that realm of, you know, hanging around car dealerships and exactly. being a chemical engineer, until you yeah. got out of that, you weren't going to be able to have your full potential, right? 100%, 100%. That's why I think traveling is the most important thing anybody can ever do. And, um, yeah. For sure, dude. Yeah, for I was sure. lucky as a, Europe, as a European, we travel more, I feel like. Um, I mean, yeah. just by nature of how close everything is. But yeah. I spent a year in, I lived in, when I was 15 years old, I spent one year in Peru, in South America. And that was when it started, when I was like, okay, there's there's more than just the German way, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, you, kudos to you, man, because a lot of us Americans, we're still stuck in that fucking way. I, I talked to, 
I talked to a lot of buddies specifically like <clears throat> guys over in Europe too, like my buddy that uh, uh, was born and raised in Rome. He's, he told yeah. me some fucking stories when he's like over here. And, and uh, I always tell people they're, they're like, yeah, you know, I, I like this area. I like this state. I do this, especially people in like California, Texas, like New York. A lot yeah, of people yeah. are stuck in their ways. And then I'm like, just leave, just leave mm -hmm. for a month. Mm -hmm. And you'll mm -hmm. realize like not everyone's a fucking hardcore liberal Democrat not yeah. everyone's a hardcore Republican. Like, just yeah. get out, branch out a little bit, get away from like the news and the noise, and you know, experience. It's a bubble, yeah, sure. it is a bubble, man. And I feel like every every place we go here in America, in particular, maybe you disagree, but every place in America, I feel like we're we're so polarized, and we're everyone's oh, stuck in God. their own yeah. bubble, right? Yeah, yeah. Until until we either get out of this and something drastic and crazy happens. And we start living a little bit more. I think the perfect formula is like a little uh, European and American kind of mix. We need to find that median of like, you yeah. know, eating eating healthier. Like I love how Italy just passed that. What's that damn bill? Um, where they banned all uh, synthetic ingredients in their food, so like oh, yeah. companies can't make any synthetic ingredients in their food. Great. So they're cool. the only they're the yeah. only country that's done that. So wow. like you know you look at that versus America obviously we're the fucking opposite and yeah dude hundred percent that and then you know what I noticed that because I go to Europe quite often I just came back from a wedding in Germany a couple weeks ago and you know what I notice when I eat I eat I eat very healthy mm -hmm. uh, or like you know I you know pretty natural no processed food I don't really eat bread or anything um, more I like could paleo tell by the, I could tell by the tank top bro nice Keep yeah it up. okay cool <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> and then um. But when I go to Italy or Germany, even even mm. if I eat bread, it doesn't bother my stomach as much. I just feel like the quality of the food, it's just less processed and just more natural, right? Oh, yeah. um, you yeah. know, in Germany, like when I get bread, it's like literally my uncle was a baker and he it was literally, there was nothing except for like, you know, wheat and water. And that's, you know, that's yeah. pretty much how they make bread. Yeah. So um, I feel like in America, if I eat bread here, it's always like there's some there's lactose in bread for some reason i don't understand <laughs> you know there's like lactose some bread has lactose i'm like how is, yeah. how is that even a thing um so and yeah. sugar and natural ingredients yeah it's yeah corn my, syrup everything yeah yeah like my dad Peach. makes his own bread he actually just dropped some off before we hopped on because he lives close by to me yeah and yeah it's three ingredients you know and you look yeah. at you taste that bread i could eat an entire loaf yeah versus like i have two bagels here from like you know Thomas bagels yeah. or whatever they come. Yeah. And yeah. you're just like, you're, you're on the couch in a coma, you know, it's, yeah, exactly. It's exactly, fascinating, yeah. man. It's fa It's yeah. even more fascinating that we can't really do anything about it. Like as the, as the consumer, you know, we've been fighting and bitching and complaining, but they're just every, these companies are so powerful, man. Well, you it's know? also like goes back to the, you know, what people want. And most right. people don't have that awareness. You know, it's like, again, a bubble. Like most people are thinking right. that are not in, you know, big cities or have awareness. They just don't give a fuck. And California yeah. is different. I mean, what you can do, you can go to Air One and spend $25 on a loaf of bread. You know? Do you know Air One? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. 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 Air One is wild, dude. Yeah. Crazy. Nuts, right? But I'm assuming that, I mean, if you pay, again, I don't, again, you don't even know what that, but I'm assuming if you pay that much and that much of a premium, you have some sort of, you know, you can have a better conscience of like knowing that it's probably a little safer when it comes to the ingredients, but yeah. who knows? Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I still don't trust fucking companies. That's a problem in America. You can't really trust anybody. Like everyone's, we're so greedy. And that's why we have been the superpower for quite some time is because sure. we're, we're greedy fucks. 
But yeah, you know, now it's like above everything. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's like consumers were kind of like, it sucks now that we're so greedy because now we don't give a shit. Like, cause if you're a big company or if you're the government, like at the end of the day, what are you thinking? You thinking that there's not going to be more humans to fuck up? Like if, if they kill 33 million of us here in America a year, they don't give a shit there. I think there's something crazy like a hundred thousand kids are born a day in America. Mm. Like, oh wow, so they're always having business. They they're fine. Yeah, they don't give a shit if they Dang. kill us. You know, it's wild, man. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Interesting. That's that's crazy. Well, yeah. I feel like in Europe, it's just um, that that's what you're saying with the in America, profit is like that's the, that's the number one. That's, that's above everything. Yeah. And I think this has to be a balance. I don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, everything's better in Europe. But there are some things to be said about that. Whenever I go back to Europe, I feel like it's a lot more, it's just a lot more balanced, mm. right? Even what you talked about with homelessness. Like in Europe, like, and I thought about it. I had a big scare with the immigration. I went to the, I came back from Mexico during COVID. And uh, for some stupid reason, they they um, put me into the secondary interrogation room. It's like a green, you're American citizen, so you probably have never gone there. And I hope no. you will never. But it's awful. They, they're such assholes. They're so rude to you because they want to emotionally break you i think it's their job to be abusive to you to like break you so you break down and confess to whatever you you're doing it's crazy so basically they helped me there and they told me all this stuff and they were like okay you were were, they suspected that i illegally hired somebody whatever um and then they were like okay we're going to take your visa away from you and you're never going to be able to come back to the u.s and then they send me to a separate room for like 45 30 minutes or so um, and I'm in no phone. They took my phone from me and I'm, I'm in there just like, okay, well, my life is over. Like I'm, my life in the U S is over. So what yeah. am I going to do? And I was very, I'm the kind of guy I'm, I'm very like, um, matter of fact, I'm like, okay, what's the next step? Should I move to, and I was thinking, should I move to Barcelona? Should I move to Lisbon? <laughs> should I move to Berlin? Yeah. And I thought about, it, I was like, you know what, in Europe, especially if you want to raise kids and you want to have a regular job, for example, if you want to be an engineer or you want to work you know, in somewhere in business or be a, a doctor, anything like that. I think Europe is a, a, a fantastic place yeah. because it is safe. It is cheap. Tuition's free. Healthcare is never an issue. But if you want to become very wealthy and you want to do your own thing, you want to start a company, the U.S. is way better. So I think it's yeah. just, that's Where just how it life. is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if I if I wasn't doing, and I'll be honest, if I was not doing, I think the quality of life in Europe is amazing too, and I and it's way cheaper to live there. Um, real estate, unbelievable in the U.S. I've never seen this is unbelievable. When my dad or my mom come from Germany, they're like blown away because it's Germany is a very industrial country. You have everything, you have all the entertainment, but it's a fraction of the price. You can get a place in Berlin. You know, I mean, in in LA, I paid like three grand for a one bedroom. It's pretty small. If three grand Berlin, you get like a four bedroom in Berlin in one of the coolest cities Oof. in Europe, in the world maybe. So it's just wild. Yeah. Um, and in Germany, you, it's so hard to be rich, but it's also so hard to be homeless. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because I've never seen as many rich oh, people as in LA. I've never seen as many billionaires. I've never gone to as many parties in the hills where some people just have that that F you money, it just, yeah. you know, that insane Rolls Royce, that, that level of wealth I have never seen in Germany, sure. but I also have never seen as many homeless people and people who are really struggling yeah. and have nothing. Well, in Germany, everybody's kind of middle-class. Yeah. 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 And it's all like substance too, right? Like the problem with having that much money and greed and, you know, it's because in the U S you can get hookers and drugs and booze and 
Not that yeah. you can't do that stuff in Europe, but the the level of which we do everything, like that's the problem with America <laughs> is we always yeah. want more. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, in, in, I don't know, you, you tell me about Germany, but if you're in Berlin and you're partying, you might go out, you might hang out. And the goal is to do a couple bumps and have a good time. Right. That's yeah. maybe yeah, yeah. in America. It's like, bro, we need to OD. Like that's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the American mindset is we have to go hard on everything we do. And yeah, because yeah. of that, I think a lot of people blow their money faster. They cheat on their wives True. faster. You know, yeah, they yeah. eat themselves to death faster. Like there's all these crazy, like I need everything. And mm -hmm. that's why there's more homeless people is because they go so hard and sure. something goes down. Cause you know, I, I've talked about this on the show before where I've had someone that actually was homeless and worked their ass off to become not homeless. And right. they would admit that they were homeless for <clears throat> what they did. Like they fucked up, they mm -hmm. fucked up their lives and they, they had to live in the dirt. And they eventually picked themselves up and, and got together. But no one like just is born homeless. I mean, I'm sure there's people that are born homeless. But you know what no. I mean? Like there's no, there's always a reason why we're there. And that's because we live maybe above our means. Yeah, and, sure. And you know, like there, there's reasons for it. And in Germany and in Europe, I could see how, yeah, you don't make as much money. Mm -hmm. But you're also not being a freaking greedy prick like we are in America. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's definitely, I think, more modesty culturally in Europe or in Germany yeah. at least. Um, you definitely can see that because I have a friend, for example, he's a comedian too. Um, and he, I mean, it, he's not homeless, but I can see how fast it can go. For example, he, he lost his job because of some layoffs or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he got bit by a dog and had like, um, Rabies? had an infection in his leg for, Ooh. or like some infection, you know, and yeah. it was pretty serious. So he had to go to the hospital. He lost his insurance cause he lost his job. So then he couldn't pay the fucking medical bill. And it's like, it's like insane how much you know medical how 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 much you pay for anything medical related in germany yeah. everybody there was never even an issue like i never even i don't remember and i lived in germany for like 19 years of my life i don't remember ever going to a doctor whether it's a dentist or anything and paying anything it's just this even the concept yeah. of that is is kind of foreign the only thing you pay for would be like plastic surgery or something like that sure yeah but Cosmetic anything stuff. else yeah but anything else you always save you always cover it you know yeah everything's yeah, inflated here definitely Cost. not here buddy yeah, yeah. and that's because a lot of stuff is privatized too like, like even hospitals like we just had sure. our baby girl a couple weeks ago and you know that bill was freaking outrageous and it's, so you pay for having a kid too oh dude you pay for everything yeah we we had to pay for the overnight stay because hmm. we stayed there for you know a couple of days oh, okay. you gotta pay for everything yeah. <laughs> medication like even when uh they request i've been in the hospital a couple times in my life even when they like ask to give you meds you know if they yeah. give you morphine or something you're like all right fuck it i'll pay for it give me it give it to me because it's good but usually yeah. if they're like if your pain is moderate they'll give you like tylenol mm -hmm. but yeah if you're smart enough and you ask for the bill at the end of it before you pay it'll give you an itemized bill and the tylenol is like 800 dollars mm. But it's town hall. You can get that at CVS or the drugstore for 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everything is just like you said. Everything is inflated from the yeah. hospital bills to our milk. I mean, it's crazy, Yeah, dude, that, that's the thing that really kind of – I have a personal story with that because my friend was struggling with depression really hard here in, in, in the U.S. And mm -hmm. he's my best friend. Like, really, we're very close. And uh, I was helping him. It was during the pandemic, too. I was helping him through a very dark time. And I saw how the American medical system was, system was treating him where, like, they put him on any medication, you know, like gabapentin, even lithium, like really 
hardcore drugs that would not really help him long term, but just kind of put a bandaid on and also in some way make him addicted to the substance, yeah. right? And that was covered by insurance. But then he did trauma therapy. He did EMDR. He did a bunch of different, he did everything, all different types of uh, therapy you can imagine. Uh, and that was like $35,000. Nothing was covered by insurance, which is so fucked up that like the thing, and he pays, he's a good insurance. He pays like, he's very wealthy. He pays like $700, um, $800 a month or something like that for, for insurance. It's pretty, pretty good, good insurance, stuff, I'm assuming. Yeah. So even that was not covered. And it just makes me like think, I was like, Jesus, the stuff that actually helps him long-term to heal yeah. is not covered. But the stuff that makes money long-term for pharmaceutical companies, that's just how it is. And no, Big that's pharma. the- Big pharma. Yeah. Those yeah. fuckers. So that, made me, that made me really angry. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it is annoying, man. Yeah. Like even, even you look at like people that are recovering from like, you know, going to AA and trying to get help and rehab. Yeah. You would think, I mean, at the end of the day, that shit should be covered by insurance slash- the government should pay for it, right? Yeah. I mean, something should go down because you figured the more healthier people are, like your citizens, sure, healthier humans are, the better society we're going to have. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. But I mean, that's unfortunate. That's not how they think. No, and I don't see. I don't see it changing anytime soon. That's. It seems like it's gotten worse since 1776. <laughs> I mean, look at you. The sirens are. It's the got worse. Seventeen seventy six. Everything was perfect. Seventeen seventy six. <laughs> the country was fucking thriving. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like there was great. There was only like five hundred people in the country. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Sure. Women and black people were slaves, but aside from that, <laughs> it was pretty good. Aside from the it's small, you know, little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There yeah. was incest and you know all yeah, yeah and yeah. smallpox, but other than that, yeah. That's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> you know, there's a great bit that uh, I think I think Rogan had in one of the stand-up specials, and he's like, "Imagine if like Thomas Jefferson can come back and look at what we've done." And he talks about like gun control and all that, and he's like, "Bro, you guys are still following these fucking oh these, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right these <laughs> these Second Amendment. You're still following that shit. I wrote that with a feather in 1776. Like what? Yeah." Yeah, it's yeah. just so funny how we haven't that part Dude, we haven't funny. changed, which is asinine. But like yeah. everything else, we've completely destroyed and and sure, you know, sure, it's it's yeah. it's crazy, bro. And I don't yeah. listen. I, I don't want to bash America because I love being American. But at the same time, there's like there's always room for opportunity, and I feel like no, and you know, hundred percent. I think America and people. I, I'm saying this also with the greatness. Like yeah. sure, there's. But there's also things that are fucked up in Europe, right? I feel like sure. um, America is still, I mean, also you can, comp people always compare, and I'm saying this as a European, people always compare Europe and they say, oh, Europe, such low crime rate, such good, you know, health, whatever. But also it's hard to compare a country like Switzerland right. with the United States of America because the diversity, and not saying that diversity is bad, but like having a country that is so homogenous it, it makes life a lot easier and it's smaller, easier to manage. The U.S. is so big. I mean, the U.S. is like Europe, you know, if, if you think about it, it's not like Germany yeah. or Switzerland. So it's very hard to compare. And also the, you know, having so many different cultures in one place, it obviously is hard right. to, you know, yeah. like, com you know, manage compare, it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And you can't, you can't yeah. compare like New York City to, you know, Idaho. No, exactly, exactly. You know, it's like it's yeah. New York is very diverse. There's a lot of people in one spot, and there's so yeah. many things to take in consideration. I mean, there's the stress of everyone has, you know, has to take the cab, and everyone's walking, and yeah. you know, there's there's higher crime rates because there's higher people, and there's a lot more people in a sure. condensed spot, and maybe that has something yeah. to do with mental health, and maybe people are mm -hmm. losing their heads a little bit. So yeah. there's just 
you know, it, it's hard to compare apples to apples exactly. because exactly. there's really no comparison. That's why America is so unique is we are a superpower because we're fucking, whew, we're different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're different, man. <laughs> but I mean, we're, we're glad you're here. Mario, I think I could speak for everybody when I say oh, that. Oh, thank you. Tell that yeah. to the TSA officer, to the immigration <laughs> customs dude who fucking just bullied me for, do you, <laughs> for two and a half, three hours I was in there bull getting bullied by these people. Do you like bring your own gloves at this point where it's like, all right, boys, here you go. Check me. My, my own gloves? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, sh I should. Yeah. Dude, but like, oh, speaking of that, and I'm, I kind of want to write a stand-up bit about this because I had this moment, <laughs> and it was the most awkward moment. You know when they do the security screening and it happened to me when I came back from Germany? You know the screening when you stand at a thing and it goes, bloop, the scanner. Oh, sure. Yeah. The millimeter wave or whatever. So I walk out there and the, the, this officer like looks like a Navy SEAL. He looks at me and he goes, sir, we've detected an abnormality in the groin area. Oh, no. <laughs> I just thought that sounded like he was hitting on me. You know, it just yeah. sounded a little weird. <laughs> So then he, um, and then he, he was like, I'm going to have to pad you down. Do you want to do it here or in private? And everything about it, just it sounded like, I don't know, it sounded like the beginning of a, an adult film to yeah, me, you know, yeah. it just happened. I just had this moment. And then the dude literally like, he padded me down and he was like, I'm going to go down the front, around the thighs, up the buttocks. And I was like, what the fuck? So He's explaining so, everything about it. It's so yeah. Funny. He was almost like teasing me with it. It was so weird. <laughs> and then he just, um. I don't know, it was just a weird moment when I had, and then this this massive, you know, six foot five dude, you know, looks yeah. like a, he, he like just pads me down, you know, and then, re but really goes in there. And it was such an awkward moment. I was just looking around, I was people looking at me. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, and then you came and, and then, <laughs> exactly. He touched my, yeah. in, like the inside of like the inner groin. It was so, it was interesting. And then I, but then he was like, you're good to go. And he was, he said, bye. And I was like, that's it. You're not even going to buy me <laughs> breakfast or something. Like, boys, this is how we, this is how this ends. You know, it's just so yeah. cold. What a slut um, he was, huh? Exactly. It was just. <laughs> Dude, that would be a great I thought bit. I was special. Yeah, should, I, I, yeah, I want to write about it. it. I just, I just thought about this. It was, happened yeah. two days ago. I was like, oh shit, this is, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think, I think what you can learn from all these situations is just, you can't leave, obviously. You can't, can't leave. Yeah, you can't go to the airport. Yeah, you no, just they have no, it out for it. They might have no. I wonder if they have like your mugshot like in the back and they're like, hey, if this motherfucker comes with the tank top, he needs a fuck hat down. <laughs> exactly. And he's probably going to Germany, so we need to stop him and make yeah, sure you hit him on yeah. the way back. Yeah. 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 Oh, they got tries on you, bro. They do. They do. <laughs> I feel targeted. <laughs> well, listen, bro, I didn't realize, but we're almost at an hour. Um cool. Yeah, time's flying. But th this was good, man. It was good to get to know you. And I'd, I'd love for you to come back on. We could shoot the shit some more. Yeah. Uh, but for now, uh, let everyone know where they could find you on social media, what you're up to. If you got any shows coming up, I'll make sure I shout yeah, those dude. out as well. Yeah, so I'm doing, um, it's Mario Adrian on all platforms. You find me on Instagram, Tumblr, Google+, Pinterest, LinkedIn, all those good platforms, all right? Grindr. MySpace, obviously. Grinder, <laughs> not so much, but you know, MySpace. You find me, on, actually, you find me on Grinder because a lot of people are catfishing. Stop. A lot of my gay friends, a lot of my gay friends send me photos and they're like, yo, Mario, I just matched with you on Grinder. I was like, dude, <laughs> yes, I, that's fantastic. You know, you get, and it's you a photo your paychecks? of me. <laughs> I should, man. I was yeah. like, what's their objective? Because it's a photo of me and it's not me. And it's like, they give me some name, like whatever. They call me Hans Friedrich or some German name or whatever. <laughs> and then this is my modeling photo, um, just in my underwear, you know? And and I'm like, what is the what is the end goal here? Like, what are they going to do when they actually find a date? You know, are they just going to show up and be like, well, 
I got you. <laughs> I got you. Um, That's so funny. Yeah. So no, Mario agents, everything. And I'm doing, uh, well, the, the big thing is like, I'm doing, I'm touring right now. It's on my website, MarioAgent.com slash comedy email list. Nice. You can sign up and get all the updates. I'm doing a show in New York, New York comedy festival, um, in November. That's the headlining show. My first one hour show. So yeah, sick man. November Congrats. 12th. Thank you. That's yeah. awesome. Where's that at again? Uh, at the stand at the stand in New York. Oh, New York. Okay, cool. Are you going to yeah. stay up there for a couple of weeks or are you just going for the week? I think so. I think I'm staying for the whole New York Comedy Fest. Probably two weeks I'm going to stay in New York, get that hotel where I can't do push-ups and have a good time and hustle, you know? Of course. That's <laughs> how you do it. Cool, man. Well, listen, bro, keep up the great content, man. It's it's hilarious and um, nuts. It's it, it's cool to see you focus on this comedy because I think just from the videos I've seen, man, it, it looks like you're loving it and you're good at it. So. Just keep Thank going, you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks so All much. All right, dude. dude. Well, uh, if you can, before, if you get some time today, shoot me a, a couple photos, preferably yeah. clothed, and I'll <laughs> use that for uh, the channel art and stuff like that. Okay, and cool. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I'll send you right now. I'll send you some nudes and then, you know, we're good to go. <laughs> my man. <laughs> I, I appreciate you, bro. Sweet. Thank you so much. Yeah, Have man, a good this was one. fun. Oh, hey there. First of all, thanks for making it to the end of this video. Not a lot of people do, according to the YouTube analytics, but I, I do want to say thanks for listening to this. There's some more episodes if you want to check those out, and they're all just as good. But if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Check out those timestamps below to reference uh, some of the topics I talked about, as well as some discount links to some of our sponsors and affiliates. But uh, thanks for listening to this episode, and uh, we'll see you next time.